like you did it on purpose or not, or you saw it in that moment or you didn't, or the dreaded, I wish I knew how important that was at the time. Isn't the fact that you saw it at all what matters? That you were finally able to see it, no matter what point in the process it was. Because if you didn't see it earlier, it's because you weren't ready to see it in life and in art. Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations, my own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning, and my deep core belief that your nothingness is your everything, and all you have to do is see. I'm Bianca Mora, I'm your host. I am an educator, a photographic artist, and I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. I hope that your holiday was everything that you hoped it would be. Uh, Mine was not. (laughs) Mine was not, but I also think it was perfect in its own way. My kid was sick. I'm sitting here Googling uh, urgent care hours on like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and like I just couldn't get anything to go according to plan. I ended up crying in my room at some point (laughs) because of a relationship snafu. And (laughs) it was just, but it was also good in a weird way too. There's just, there's been so much going on and it's really been top of mind to me lately about how good and joy and happiness is not the absence of hardship, but it's finding love in, in it and in, in all of it and in all the ways. And I think that that it kind of, I draw a parallel to the way I photograph and that notion because some of the times where I've felt most alive in my craft and in a shoot. It's when I know I'm seeing something really special out of something that I initially felt like was a constraint. And that's one of my favorite things to do. And I, I kind of been mentioning loosely probably here that I'm looking for ways (laughs) to take that skill or way of being and try to be like that in my normal life without a camera. It's it's funny and it's hard. Anyway, something I wanted to talk about today was this thing that's been happening and it's related to ways of seeing. And that's a lot of what we talk about here is a way of seeing your life. And lately when I'm finding myself in a moment, and I hope that this is something that you can if if it intrigues you, you can explore in your own life. And I'd actually love to hear if you do. I'll find myself in a moment 
where all of a sudden I feel like a knowing, like it's hard to describe. It's like the, the thing I say all the time is seeing your nostalgia now. There's these moments of like peak presence. Maybe that's what it is. It feels like peak presence. But uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like that's odd to say too, because part of me is like, well, isn't when you're the most present, you're not aware of presence and not you're so present that you're thinking about being present? I don't know. I think the biggest problem that we have is trying to be a certain kind of present. And that really stops us, stops the whole thing before it started. (laughs) But yeah, there is a version of presence in which I'll be in a moment and I just feel dropped in, in the way that it's almost like I'm floating above my body and I can, I try to lean in. So I'll try to like either close my eyes or I breathe in deeply or I like hold my breath. I don't know. There, I just, whatever feels right in that moment. Like for instance, I think it was Christmas day or Christmas Eve, whichever one my, I was playing with my youngest and he kept running to me and barreling towards me and laughing. And we were doing it over and over again. And then I just like got in a trance with it. And I just was looking at him run towards me and like leap onto me and like hang on my neck. And I just was trying to like in bed, I just felt like, uh, like this is one of those, this is, this is one of those, this is, (laughs) if you, if you have been listening to those podcasts for a while, that's probably the most, that's the most this podcast quote I could say. It's funny because it's a harpening back to Manifest Your Memories, my first my first course, where I talk about like different ways to drop deeper into a moment. And um, so I find myself doing that more often. And what's interesting about that to me is the relationship between that and photographing moments that are that. Okay. Be patient with me here because I'm trying to describe something that feels very abstract in my mind and but very also very visceral like specific so something that i used to feel a sort of way about and it's definitely progressed and changed and morphed over time is that a few years ago or more i think i was having this turbulence in my mind about looking at the photos i took and feeling like they, I loved them. I'm like, this looks more dramatic than the moment. And I'm like, oh, how do I feel about that? Like, am I contriving something? Like this moment happened. It's here. I took the photo. But the moment felt lighter than this looks. So I rifled with that. And I thought about my role as the artist and how I do not feel black and white over documentary versus fine art versus posed and candid. And I, I've, 
I really value fluidity in all of it. And I think that that's my happy place is floating around the different types of experiences that, that it really can be. And I, I love to infuse a more artful approach also just to have my client experience a moment that helps them see more through my eyes. Right. So like if the whole time I'm always just making sure to not say a word and not pose anyone, not I mean, I generally don't pose at all, but even so, like if my whole objective was to not influence anything, then I kind of feel like I, if they came to me because they value my vision, if I don't have any sort of input on what's happening, they're not getting a chance to experience what a real life moment would be leaning into from my perspective. Like if we're sitting in a room and I'm like, Hey, actually, can you sit over here? This light is really beautiful. Like just saying that instead of just like trying to get them in the spot that feels like the best for my, whatever I want to produce. If I explain a little bit, or if I just interject in some way, then maybe after I'm gone, they'll look at that spot differently. Anyway, how did I get here? How did I get to this place? I'm talking about, okay. Um, so I, a couple of years ago, I had this feeling about the mismatch between the experience and the photograph in some way. Okay. So I'm just tracking with myself. So then I think about this idea of how we so often discredit ourselves in our lives when we do things and they feel like a fluke and it feels like it wasn't on purpose and it feels like um, I just got lucky uh, in terms of anything life stuff. You can even talk about it in terms of of being a photographer and photographing a session, um, an artist of any sort. I think everyone's artists in their own right. And something that I've come to feel and know for myself is that A, it doesn't matter. And B, it wasn't a fluke. Whatever you did, (laughs) and I'm not just trying to be like rose-colored glasses, like over here, mushy-gushy. Whatever you did in that moment, you lived your whole life. (laughs) You, whatever schooling you did, whatever life experiences you had, whatever combinations of movies you watched, whatever, what the fuck ever happened in your life all plays a role in the person that you are in that moment that produced whatever it was, whether it was a reaction, it was something you did. uh, It was a piece of art you made. It was something you participated in. There's so many influences on you that magically curate what comes to be and what comes forward. And whether you were conscious or not, I think is besides the point in many ways. So coming back to that idea that like, oh, this moment, it didn't feel like that for for me in that experience. And it really looks like that. But I don't know what the 
client's experience was or the per- whoever I was photographing. And then even now I'm photo- I'm editing a photo session. And there are many photos that I took that I love and I don't actually remember taking them. And so part of me was thinking that stupid thing again, where I'm like, oh, I wonder how I can be more intentional about taking these and the next next shoe and really leaning into this. And, what, and yes, there's merit, of course, in, in reflecting and wanting to hone a skill, of course. But when you try to find a formula and a strategy in everything and try to like get the most out of it and be the most efficient, and I think you lose it. I think it's lost when you try that hard, when you try to figure out a recipe for something that was like a stroke of divine magic. I, what I believe in most, and actually how I'm forming my upcoming course is this guiding principles, right? I don't enjoy rules. I don't enjoy how to because there's a bajillion different ways to slice every single thing you can do in your life and with the camera and like whatever it is you're doing. But I think that once we do more work and once we allow ourselves to really sit and witness our lives, the way we're viewing our lives, the way we're working uh, in our craft, we open ourselves up to more. Something I think about is my extreme cropping sometimes. Sometimes I'll take an image and I will see in that image what really mattered, what really is so beautiful. And I don't consider that like cheating or I should have got it in camera or it doesn't matter. I can't do it because what if they want to print it in a 11 by 17? It's not going to be high enough resolution. Like, no, I just go with it. And maybe that will inform my shoot next time. Maybe whatever, whatever happens from that is beautiful. But if I see something, I'm not, questioning it in a way of trying to dissect it and find the anatomy of how I can replicate it. And that might sound dumb, but take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, because these life lessons that I find within my work is something that I'll I'll think about it while I'm editing. And then all of a sudden I'll relate it to my life and like take the photo part away from it. And I'm like, ah, Oh, yes. Think about it. When something really sweet happens or your kid says something really sweet to you or whatever, you can't force that to happen again. You can't replicate. You can, what's the most beautiful part of it is that you can find your awareness. Ah, just the recognition. That's, that's what I say about photographs. Like the fact that you decided to take a picture, just that, regardless of the picture, is so beyond gorgeous. And surely you will see more things like that. You will experience more things like that moving forward when you take a moment to pause. It's so funny. I I was going through Pinterest the other day and um, 
I have since I came across a pin. Something I really love is printing um, writing, like writing or just like other objects that aren't even photographs and multimedia stuff. And um, there was this like grease stained uh, recipe, handwritten recipe on a piece of paper that was framed in a floating frame. And I'm like, isn't that so funny? It looks like a piece of art. It is absolutely stunning. And there's something about someone forcing you to look at it and it not being shuffled on a stack of papers or in other contexts. It's put on a wall and put in a frame. And that is your cue to be like, hey, look at this. This is worthy of a frame. And that's what it is when you're taking a photo. You're looking at something through a frame, whether it's your viewfinder on your camera or the the frame of your phone on your phone camera. And no matter what it is, the fact that you must pause when you're looking at that, it never stops fascinating me. I kind of feel like a broken record sometimes. But in regards to feeling like you did it on purpose or not, or you saw it in that moment or you didn't, or the dreaded, I wish I knew how important that was at the time conversation. Isn't the fact that you saw it at all what matters? You know, that you were finally able to see it no matter what point in the process it was. Because if you didn't see it earlier, it's because you weren't ready to see it in life and in art. So I intended for this episode to be about New Year's. (laughs) So how can I bring this around to New Year's? Because this is the episode before, before the New Year. This is the last episode of 2022, right? Let me see. Yep. All right. So what do I feel about that? Uh, What do you feel about that. Why are you listening to this podcast? (laughs) What? No, that's a serious question. I'm not even joking. So this is a pretty broad yet specific (laughs) podcast about seeing. Help me see. Help me see. My camera helps me see. And talking about stuff like this outside of my own brain, verbally being forced to say the things that I think helps me see better. And I hope that as you hear it, it helps you see and pick up on different things and aspects and nuances within your life. So I'd I'd say something that I plan on doing is reflecting on the things I saw Oh, maybe I'll do a bonus episode because this sounds, this feels very important before New Year's. Reflecting on the most important, let's do this. Let's do this together. It's coming in right now in the present, which is why it's mumbly. Why don't you make a list if you feel so inclined of what feels important? Like the things you saw this year, all of it. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be. The bad, it's just whatever comes to mind of like important things you saw this year. And I really do encourage you to 
take a stab at it the first time, just cold turkey, just make a list of things I saw. And then that feel important. And then take a minute and go into your, either your Google photos or your iCloud, whatever it is uh, that you keep your photos, like your personal life photographs or both personal life and professional photographs. If you do photography and look through the photos from the beginning of the year until now. Oh, what a trip, what a trip it is. And then add in whatever feels important. And it'll be really interesting to see what you didn't add, what you didn't remember until you looked at the photograph and saw, right? Oh, this is good. This feels good. Um, And then after you do that exercise, only then can we think about what is it that you want to see more of? or want to see for the first time in 2023. Mm, I'm excited. I'm going to do this. Let me know if you do this. You can, I'm on Instagram at Bianca Leah Mora. Uh, L-E-A is Leah. And you can message me if you end up doing this exercise. And I also want to offer something before you go about your reflection or maybe you already have just in regards to reflecting over what has happened in the year. I think really often we can get down on ourselves about the things that we said we do that we didn't do. And although accountability is important, I also really think that there's a super important aspect to not doing something you said you would do for yourself um, that needs to be acknowledged. And that is respecting the fact that sometimes there's a subconscious, mindful, procrastination going on. I don't know if you've heard of this. I've read about this once uh, a while ago. I didn't really do much digging, but it resonated with me because I related. I just, I know that sometimes I'll put off doing something and I put it, I'm like, why am I putting this off? Like, it doesn't make sense. It's not something that's hard or it's something that I enjoy. And then something happens and I and it all clicks. I'm like, oh, I was like marinating on this and it didn't feel right. And it didn't feel a certain way, but I didn't have words for that. So of course I start judging myself and lashing out and saying that I'm a procrastinator and why can't I just get my shit together and blah, 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 blah. So an example I will give you of something that I did not accomplish this year that I had every intention to. And I said in multiple places that I was going to, and I'm glad that I didn't, was writing uh, my book. So I started writing a book and I would get in a few surges of like, ah, yes, this feels good. This feels good. And then I would just radio silence myself. And it just, I'm just now starting to understand why. And it was because I'm, I was forcing myself into doing a format that just didn't, it intuitively just wasn't me. So now I plan on picking it up again in 
the new year and just leaning into doing it whatever way feels best. I didn't even realize I was trying to force myself into like a certain format that just didn't work for me. But imagine if I was like, no, I said I was going to do it and I'm going to do it. And I hammered it out and I like felt so uncomfortable and it was just like going against every, it was unnatural for me. It's just, I'm really glad that I didn't push through that and like keep working on it. I mean, maybe I would have kept working on it and then started all over. There's that too, but I don't know. I think that we can all, all find value in being gentler with ourselves and not assuming, not assuming wrongdoing or negligence or just anything negative as our first line of defense when thinking about what we want to do or what we haven't done or all this resolution talk that goes around at this time. I mean, it's just funny. It's like a sugar pill, right? It's like, okay, a ball drops. And all of a sudden I'm in a new section of my life because a ball dropped on TV and the numbers changed. It's all kind of make believe, but I enjoy the the notion of a fresh start and and just like a mental separation. But the pressure that comes with that, if it doesn't serve you, let it go. All right. All right, folks, that's what I have for you. That's what I have for you tonight. I super tired. I actually have a newborn shoot to do tomorrow morning. We're just going to drink coffee and have a quiet slow morning and take photos. And there's nothing really planned. I love the, the couple messaged me and asked like, Oh, what should she wear? And da da da. And I was like, whatever she's in the most right now, unless you have a sentimental outfit that you really love, or you had that specific vision for something because whatever's real for you right now is what you want to remember. And honestly, my favorite thing to have had my babies in when they were young and I was taking pictures was either just a diaper or swaddle because that's what they were normally in. So I'm really excited about that. And I think that's it. That's all that I have going on. I have, I do, I, I am still launching my, my course in the early coming year. So if you want to get on the wait list, if you're a photographic artist that's looking to deepen your vision and find creative freedom and calm and trust and peace uh, in yourself and confidence really in the intentional nature in which you choose to photograph your clients, then get on the wait list so you can learn more about it. It's called Your Bigger Picture. And I'm very, very excited to be teaching that and um, opening up the program. So check out the show notes to find the link to get on that wait list. So you will be emailed information and that's it. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful week and new years, and I will talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the help me see podcast private Facebook group. 
Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you're not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.